are you doing? Welcome back to Grow with Sabrina. My name is Sabrina Euland, and you are listening to episode number 35. Yes. And today's episode is a special request, and it's about the journey of self sabotage. Like, what does it entail? What can happen? Because obviously, there are loads of faces to it. So, if you're listening to this on social media and you got value from it, please screenshot and tag me in it. It's at Sabrina Euland. And don't hesitate to leave a five-star review. Know that I appreciate you and that I love you. So, the journey of self-sabotage. What does that mean? I've been asking, <clears throat> I've been asking you uh, multiple times now to recognise when you self-sabotage, to see it. But I haven't really gone into the thing of what does that mean, how do you battle through it, and how do you stop it? So that's what I want to cover today. <coughs> Excuse me. So ha- the first step is obviously recognition. It is seeing that you're self-sabotaging yourself. It is noticing what it is that you do. But did you know that self-sabotage is stronger when you're lacking energy, <clears throat> when you're lacking inspiration, when you feel extremely tired, not good, healthy tired because you've exercised or you've done loads of work or, or anything like that, just really tired, like fed up. In a sense. That's probably a better word to use. Do you know that that's when self-sabotage comes in stronger? Why do you think that is? Well, it is because your mind then, your kind of your soul, your body, your heart, can't really be as positive as it would like because it's lacking that energy. So... <clears throat> How many times a day do you struggle through this? Do you lack that energy, that inspiration, that fire to do something? Remember, you create it for yourself. Energy is a little bit different. You might need some extra nutrition. might need to drink more water. Sleep more, like, earlier at night. Different things like that. But what does it actually due to your body not having the energy because I can tell you something from a person who's suffered chronic illness energy wasn't a thing I knew <laughs> it wasn't uh, it wasn't in my daily routine <laughs> basically didn't exist I had to push myself so hard if I wanted to do something that was normal for other people. Exercise, I had to push myself. I had to have the mindset. I had to really drill it into my head. And then I'd go overboard. Then I'd do too much. Is that you? Does that sound like you? Well, if you're suffering from low energy, that is the first thing that you need to do. Is boost your energy up. Or, boosting your energy up. And, the times that you realise that you crashed during the day harder than others doesn't mean that if you're taking a supplement or if you're doing something that it might not be working it's more that your body's then burnt through it it can be the heat cold depending on where you live in the world 
and different things like that that also influence you. It's also the energies around you. Remember that neighbors, family, friends, co-workers, all that influences you as well. So I know that around two o'clock, yeah, two, half two, my energy drops. It doesn't drop nowhere near to what level it used to be before. I still have energy, but I get really, really tired. And it's like my body goes, oh, yeah, I just go to sleep. That is a, that is a way of self-sabotaging. Unless I'm going to sleep as like a power nap for like 10, 15 20 minutes, no longer than 20 minutes, to then wake up again to then be more productive. Then that's different. Then I've caught myself in the self-sabotage and I've turned it around. But what does that mean then if my body kind of crashes around that time? Most people do, I tend to see. But it also depends on the influences and what you do daily. But what does that mean then? That means that when my body, when I know it's getting to that time, my... DMO, so my daily method of operations, the daily things that I do for my business, for my health, for myself, my spiritual development, all those different things, goes to the lowest. What does that mean? It means I don't try to overproduce when I have no energy. I don't try to then start running a marathon <laughs> if I feel like I want to fall asleep. I then try to go, okay, what can I do? Maybe I can produce some content. Maybe I can learn something. Something that is a little less of a level of, I need energy to do this. But something that I can still do so I know I'm productive. So that's also what you need to look at. When does your level of energy drop? Because especially if you're an introvert, like no offense, our energy levels go up and down, up and down, up and down all day long. Because we're influenced by everything else as well. Everything around us. Everything is energy. You are energy. So you are influenced by energy. So I would suggest then to try and do something different. If you have a daily method of operations. And you've chosen to work your business. Around the hours when you crash. You need to change it. Even if you need to stay up later or wake up earlier, you need to change it. Because you are not going to be productive. You are not going to succeed. And it's going to be so hard. You're making it harder for yourself than when it could actually be a little bit easier. And there's no need to make life harder than what it already is. Trust me. I know that. I've been there. I've done that. So... Going back to the points, point one is recognition, seeing that you're self-sabotaging, knowing what time you are most likely to be self-sabotaging more than others. Then number two is replacing that normal self-sabotage with a positive habit. So like I just mentioned, like around two, half two, I want to go to sleep. It doesn't happen every day. But it does happen a lot because that's as long as I used to last before, before seeing nutrition with my migraines. So that's kind of programmed into my head when it gets to two, half two, three o'clock. I'm meant to have a crash. I'm not meant to. My body probably doesn't as much anymore, but it's more my mind is still stuck in that. So that is a self-sabotage for me because my health isn't the same as it used to be. It's better. So I don't have to crash at half two every day 
like I did before. Because I don't have the migraines. I don't have the fits. I don't have all that pain that I used to before. So then what I do is I get up. I try to write down some goals. I try to do like a minimal easy work. Something that my fiancé likes to do then is stand up and stretch. Do some squats. Do a plank for a minute. Move the body physically. Because you're getting tired because you're also bored. And when it comes to business, and especially if you work for yourself, especially if you're in network marketing, the things that you have to do every single day, eventually it gets boring. But guess what? Once you pass the boring part, that's when you succeed. Once you stick it out and do the work and continue and be consistent and be proud of yourself, that's when you succeed. So yes, being an entrepreneur can also be bloody ass boring. But knowing that you, knowing when you self-sabotage, you change it with a positive habit. Walk for 10 minutes. Squats. 20 squats, plank for a minute, doesn't matter what it is, just change it automatically, do that thing, when you see yourself going into that, oh, I can't be asked, oh, this is boring, oh, I'm not getting anywhere, and you start saying all those negative words, all those I can't, oh, I should have done this, oh, I'll try this, or this shoulda, woulda, coulda, all those different types of things, you then need to stand up and do something. Doesn't matter what it is. If you can't squat, then do something else. Clap your hands. That helps. Because you need something to snap you out of going into that old routine of the self-sabotage, which is lying down, going to bed, making excuses why it doesn't work. Working your business is hard. It's always going to be hard because you're working for something for yourself. You are doing something for you, not for anyone else. That is the hardest thing we can do. Because someone tells me, I want to succeed in my business. Oh, I'm their coach. I'm their leader. I'm the motivator. I'm the transformation, this, that, that. But if I say I want to do it, yeah, well, who am I to think that I can succeed? That's the first thought that comes into my mind. That's the first thought that came into my mind now, still. But I know that that thought isn't true. Because I know how my mind tries to tell me the truth, but it sounds like it's manipulating. So if you don't understand that, scroll back through some of my podcasts. And it's, uh, I think it's called How the Mind Controls You or Understanding the Mind, the Negative Mind. Understanding the Negative Mind, that's it. But going back to the journey of self-sabotage. One, recognition. Two, knowing when your time is. It goes a little bit within recognition, but it's a little bit different as well. So that's point two. Point three is changing then with a positive habit. Not a huge one. It doesn't have to last for half an hour to an hour. It just has to be something that kind of shocks your system out of going into the normal routine. And then last but not least is number four. And I'm sorry to say this, but number four is not giving up. It will always be harder, like I said, for you to succeed for your own than to help someone else. 
which is why network marketing is so beautiful because you get to help yourself but also thousands and hundreds and millions of people around the world as well with your opportunity and with your product so what does that then do for you the more you focus on helping others until you feel comfortable about helping yourself you can get yourself there but remember you have to come with it so that doesn't mean that if you get a team member or if you have your own business if you have employees and you put everything into your employees eh, you ain't gonna get very far because then they will feel like you're not the boss if it's your business if it's network marketing they'll they won't listen to you after a while because you're not producing any results you're not bringing in any fresh blood like we like to call it you're not bringing in any new people you're not generating any more income for yourself yes you're helping them yes they're starting to generate which obviously does flow over to you but not to the level that it should because people look at what you do not what you say and that is something that I've realized after I started doing my 90 day run and with my podcast and everything I'm saying a lot of good things <laughs> and I'm saying a lot of things that I've struggled severely with but I still do them it's about time that I stop it's about time that I practice what I preach and that I do the same as what you're going to do put myself first and stop this self-sabotage but remember it's a journey enjoy the journey and divorce the results enjoy the process and divorce the results like Fraser Brooks and all those wonderful people like to say because life is a journey and if we don't enjoy the journey we are never going to be happy with the result so hopefully you found value in this if you did and it clarified something for you please let me know you can send me a dm on instagram or on facebook doesn't matter where and know that i appreciate you and that i love you and hopefully i didn't scare you away (laughs) 